Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form. Today we are coming at you with a newer rental from 2023. I think the first big film, I think, that kicked off the year, um, you know, I just kind of happened to miss it, was busy at the beginning of the new year, so uh, I'm glad I was able to catch up with it, and I was even more glad to see how positive most reviews were for it um, early on. Missing kind of follows in the footsteps of its sister-brother film, Searching, uh, with John Cho. kind of plays in the same vein as those movies where most of it's taking place in the computer chat. Um, I forget what they were called, but there was like a whole strand of those where, you know, you've got four or five kids all in a Zoom, and it's like, wait, who's this fifth person here that's been watching us? And, you know, how do they know that this is in my room? And, you know, I was really hoping it wasn't going to be... Um, cheesier or more in that vein um, and so I was more than pleasantly surprised uh, when I watched this with a couple friends of mine um, you know we've been on a horror thriller movie binge and so it was like alright you know we needed something new and along came Missing starring Storm Reed uh, you might know Storm she plays Gia Zendaya's sister on Euphoria she was in The Last of Us for an episode. Um, she was in The Invisible Man, The Suicide Squad, A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, truly a really terrific young actress. Um, so that also kind of gave me a little bit of hope for this as well. Because um, from what I've seen of her acting abilities, she's more than capable um, when it comes to leading a film. So Missing starts with some old family footage. Uh, Father James, played by Tim Griffin, and Mom Grace, played by Nia Long, are there with a young June, who is uh, played by Storm Reed later on. Uh, June is playing with her father on the video camera. Um, it's a really tender and touching moment. And then right before it ends, you see the father's nose kind of start to bleed. You know, they've just gone through a move, his nose is bleeding. You know, he's trying not to make a big deal of it, but the wife knows clearly something's going on. You know, she's worried about his health. You know, they kind of make a, a little snippet of the video before the nose bleeds. Um, and it's kind of seen as the mom kind of editing it so uh, her daughter June can see it later on in the future, but doesn't have to kind of see what happened to her father. And so, you know, you pan out a little bit and you see certain notes about brain aneurysms. Um, and different things that could have affected him. And it's clear her father's past. He's no longer with the family anymore. Um, so in present day, June is getting prepped for a weekend without her mom, Grace, and her boyfriend, Kevin, who's played by Ken Lung, who y'all might know from Lost. Um, he was in Rush Hour. Um He's great. I mean, he was in The, uh, the Sopranos. He was in Old, um, recently the uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, he's got a super, super familiar face. He was in Saw, uh, Inside Man. Um, great, great actor. Um, always love seeing him in films. So he plays Kevin, Grace's uh, new boyfriend, who's kind of, you know, been trying to earn the trust of June. June's still kind of uncertain of the whole scenario you know doesn't mind him but you know he's definitely not her dad uh but the two of them are going on vacation 
They're going down to Columbia. He's taking her away. Um, and June's excited because, you know, she keeps getting chats from her friends. Hey, I'm ready to buy some alcohol. Send the money. Um, and it's clear June's going to be throwing a party that weekend. Her mom doesn't want her to. She's trying to secure the funds. Um, you know, and the, the film quickly establishes a pretty solid use of whatever screen recording they're using, whether it's on iPhone, Apple products, um, you know, it's heavily Apple and Mac for the most part in the film. Um, but there's tons of Google usage as well. And all of it is so clean. Um, and I would hope it would be in 2023, but thinking about those older, I am zoom movies. Um, what we got with missing is really great actually. And obviously it looks exactly how it should when messages pop up on your iPhone or a FaceTime pops up or your ring doorbell activates and you can see some of the grainy footage outside. Um, so, you know, early on June's FaceTiming with her friends, coordinating for alcohol, coordinating for when mom's going to be gone. You know, she's just super checked out. Grace, you know, bless her heart. She's trying to connect with her daughter before she goes, you know, give her the talk, you know, here's some emergency stuff. You know, Heather's going to come check in on you, her good friend. Um, and, you know, June's just, you know, just can't wait for you to get out of the house, get in that cab, get gone. Let me send the Snapchat invitation out to everybody. It's party time this weekend. And boy, did she party. She partied so much, so hard, and almost spent so much money that by the time she woke up on Sunday... Monday, whatever day it was that she was supposed to pick her mom up at the airport, she was running late. So she hauls it, gets to the airport, makes a cute little sign. She feels horrible that she's forgotten. And she waits, and waits, and waits. And her mother never shows up. Ever. Neither does Kevin. So she starts making some calls. First at the hotel, not a lot of answers, not a lot of help. They don't really speak English, so she's like, okay, shoot, I need to see, you know, the flight landed. It said, uh, it said they had checked in. What had happened? Some people saw them with some suitcases, maybe. And so this is where Missing really kind of kicks into gear and really opens up into our digital world. Um, I don't want to go too deep into any more of the story without spoiling any of it. But what is really unique about this film was just how almost really authentic it was to how we could utilize technology today. Um, and it's a little bit scary, though, too. Obviously, there's location tracking. Obviously, you know, you can check someone. You know, there's Find My iPhone Google has location services, but then you can go deeper and you can track your whereabouts by the minute, by the day, and you can really look at some of your, you know, just because you've had your phone on, um, you can get really specific with some of that. Um, and this movie was also a really good, maybe a reminder of not to have the same password for everything. Uh, because once you lose your password, I mean... It was insane how many times or how many accounts. It's like, okay, as long as we know this is the email, maybe with the same password we can get through the next level. 
Um, so this movie's somewhat of a cautionary tale as well. Um, you know, you have your ring cameras, and sometimes it's nice, but sometimes you can also catch some whack jobs on there or some stuff maybe you're not supposed to see. Um, and so that's another just layer a level of this film that adds to some of the uneasiness of maybe how quickly or how efficiently we can track down someone or information. Um, and it was really interesting to see not the trust placed in so many third party services. Um, but at the beginning of the film, June, you know, rather than cleaning up the house herself while she's going to the airport, she hires a maid cleaning service, you know, the keys here, lock up when you're done. You know, and that's going to be a chunk of my emergency budget that I have left. Um, and so that highlights a lot of really interesting services or the ways that, you know, we can have people shop for us. We can have people inquire for us um, a world away even sometimes. There's lots of public street cameras or tourist cameras that, you know, we can look at, um, some of which was a little surprising to me. Um, but it just, you know, the movie really plays with your expectations as well. Um, as far as mystery and thrills go more so than any film in a long while missing had me going for the longest time. You know, as soon as I felt like I kind of had it figured out, flipped it on its head and I was like, Oh shoot, I'm wrong because it must be this. And then I was wrong again. And it was like, oh, dang, okay. I'm like, how many twists do we have here? Twists, turns, little different deals. I mean, like, I was genuinely floored by the end of this movie, by how surprising I found it and by how effective it was um, at just keeping you guessing, keeping you thinking about, you know, events in the past, um, piecing some of this mystery together if we can really find the mom how could we do it? Where do we look? Um, which trails can, which digital trails can we follow? Um, and so I was really just impressed more than anything at the end of this movie. Um, I'm really glad that I chose to rent it um, just because I wanted something kind of thrilling, something, you know, enjoyable that I hadn't seen. Um, and man, I'm like, they did a really great job. Everything on the tech side is just so slick, as I had mentioned before. Um, it looks and works exactly the way it should. There's no lagging in the technology. Um, it behaves how it should, which plays different roles in the film. Um, and even though there aren't too many different set locations, because um, that's kind of where some people can have issues with films, is you know when they become more of a stage play with one location... You know, you get a little antsy. You're like, leave the room. Go do something, you know. Um, so this film wasn't totally just uh, one spot. But uh, but no, I, I think they did a great job. Um, I don't know what they had to pay Google or Apple for all the technology seamlessly appearing on the screen. But, you know, if you ever like Sherlock Holmes or any of those movies where they have creative ways for texts or alerts to pop up, you know, it doesn't get any better than looking at what you look at every day and it adds a whole level of realism to this film um that really obviously plays into the believability of even being able to somewhat track her down 
but also the power of the internet. Um, as we've seen in so many of these movies, I forget what documentary was on Netflix. It was like, don't F with cats. Um, cause there've been people abusing or hurting cats. And now on the internet, there's geniuses who can look at the shadow of light and look at one street number or some setting or something in the setting around you. And they can pinpoint where the video has taken place. Um, you know, and it's creepy, but it's really cool though too, because it's kind of been used for good. Whether it's people in hostage situations or all kinds of stuff. Um, so I, you know, again, I'm like, I just really found this movie fascinating. Um, so you know, it's PG-13. It doesn't quite delve into the rated R. It doesn't really need to, but there's still some good little, uh, good little bits of violence and scares here and there. So if you're looking for something new. If you need something fresh um, that's also a little more modern as well in its storytelling, I think Missing is a, a really great film, and I think it really was a solid way to start off what's usually a dumping ground in January for uh, for movies. That's In the film world, January has just notoriously been you know, where movies go to die. You know, nothing is happening yet. The Oscar movies are still playing from the end of December. You know, they're just getting their first or second run, uh, second week run. Um, so, you know, you don't totally want to compete against some of those leading into Oscar season. But, uh, but no, this was a, a diamond in the rough. So definitely give Missing a look. And we'll catch you next time with another 2023 rental review. Thanks again, guys.